Welcome back. It is that time once again. Half past goon. The date is April 19th, 2023. And hold on before we continue. Got you, Thomas, Joe, you guys look a little, I don't know, something's off right now. White? Something's. Whoa, that's better. (laughs) (laughs) You want us to turn our thing down? What? You bitches, that was the line for you to switch seats, you dumb pieces of shit. I. Oh. Wait, do it again. Well, that's better. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, we already switched seats. We did the bit already, Steven. You're you're supposed to do it while we're recording, you dumb as shit. We are recording. I've been recording for so long. I mean, in the actual podcast. We can add it in post. post. (laughs) The audience gets it. Keep this all in. This is all staying in the podcast. This is all we're all this is the whole podcast. No, we're starting over. We've been doing the podcast. It's that time. Half past good. I'm here with Steven. I'm Steven. And I'm also here with Thomas. I'm Thomas, and we're in the same room. You were supposed to same we're in the same room. (laughs) I was not invited to the party. Nope. Um, they are actually... <laughs> they are they're having a wonderful time. They've been together all day. They had a wonderful walk at the park, a good, nice, fancy dinner, you know, and now they're going home and they're going to fuck after this. And I was never invited. We're going to... We might. <laughs> <laughs> and I was left out, as I'm always left out. But it's okay, okay. Steven. You know, I move forward because we got news. Yeah. Yeah. We got news. We got big news. Big this is a news, news. podcast. It this doesn't feel podcast. like it a lot of the time. <laughs> okay. Um, despite Joe's pressure onto both me and Thomas to talk about the Wyoming Supreme Court, we decided it was finally time to move away and talk about the bigger issues that is facing America. And that is... How Kevin McCarthy has small testicles. What Kevin McCarthy is up to this week. Yep. Uh, What is Kevin McCarthy up to this week, guys? Yeah, guys. What is he up to this week? Having very small testicles. Other than the small testicles things. Leave it. Listen. Leave (laughs) the small testicles out of this, please. The size of his testicles don't matter. No, no. It impacts every single thing he does. Does it? It does. It really, really does. Expand on that, Stephen. I will. He, Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, he comes out here and he's talking about the debt ceiling, which no one cares about because they're too busy wondering why his balls are so shrunken. I care Mm. about the debt ceiling. You do, Thomas. Tell tell us why the debt ceiling matters. Because if we default on our debt as the United States of America, that means that our credit rating goes down. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it it fucks everything. Mm-hmm. Basically, is is how I understand it. That I'm, I'm doing hearing the job. you. Yeah, I'm I'm hearing um, you, but I'm not I'm not not feeling that. Oh, okay. Let me tr- let me take another spin at this yeah, one. Take a stab okay. at it for yeah, me. Let me stab. Let me approach this differently. Okay, so I'm approaching from, it now from the rear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So when we default on our debt, 
um, that means we are defaulting on our obligations. Thomas is right. It means that we are, uh, our, the first things first, our credit rating goes down, which means that we spend more on our interest every year uh, on the debt that we accrue. Uh, but not only is that a problem, the other issue is that when you default on your debt, that means that the full faith and security of the, of the United States Treasury bonds goes down as well, mm-hmm. um, which means that people's opinions of the safest thing on earth, basically, which is buying a treasury bond, uh, is no longer the safest thing on earth because the United States has just defaulted on those bonds, essentially. Uh, which means that if that's not safe, then people are going to pull a lot of money out of the market or put a lot of money into the market or both. I don't know. It's going to really fuck everything up, basically. The entire global economy is going to crash because of that if we don't. Uh, raise the debt ceiling, and we default on our obligations. It can't happen. It can't but happen. If we wait another three months, it will happen. Mm-hmm. We've got until June, I think they say. It's April now, late April. So we've got until June. So we have this big pressing, pressing issue. You know, money talks. Right. What is small testicle Kevin McCarthy doing to prevent this from happening? Because he... Has the power here in this situation to prevent He's, it. He runs Congress, yeah. Well, he runs the House. Yeah. So basically, Kevin McCarthy is saying, I'm not going to raise the debt limit until you agree to my demands. <laughs> and President Biden is saying, I'm not negotiating with you, nutcase. Fuck you, is basically mm. Biden's mm. approach. Mm. Um, but Kevin Which is McCarthy, very big testicle of him. Right, right. Yeah. But Kevin McCarthy in yeah insists that in order to raise the debt, the debt ceiling, President Biden has to agree to cut some of his some of his favorite stuff, which is kind of mean. But you know, that's how they do business. Yeah. So he just released the the new plan for for the debt ceiling. Uh, to raise and there's there's a lot of things in here that will affect a lot of everyday Americans on the um, you know the the poorer side of the economic scale and there's a lot of things that will affect America as a whole and especially what I think is the most interesting and the most you know uh, it makes sense that they're trying to cut this back but they're trying to cut back funding to the IRS to be able to go after these big billion dollar trillion dollar taxes that are not being paid to the government so in this proposal you know small testicle kevin mccarthy you know working on the behalf of his billionaire friends Mm -hmm. wants to actually reduce the amount of money going to the irs so that they cannot do their job right i think the spin is that everybody hates taxes and the IRS is the taxes people. Mm-hmm. So when Biden approved extra funding to the IRS, the the right has been signaling, oh, this means that they want you to pay your taxes harder. Mm-hmm. But realistically, the only the only people, the reason they hired all these people, the reason they spent so much money on the IRS was so that they could go after the bigger corporations that are a lot better at hiding their money than you are as an everyday American. Yeah, absolutely. The entire point is that you have more auditors in the IRS. The more auditors you have, the more capacity that they have to go after these big 
corporations, these not even just corporations, but individuals, individuals. who are hiding money, who are mis of uh, mis um uh misestimating whether that's underestimating or overestimating uh how much money their assets are worth, uh stuff like that, you know. So rich yeah. people are liars. <laughs> True. Okay, but if we were rich, we would also lie. I would lie for hundred percent, and so would you, and everybody would, and that's why we need to audit them <laughs> because yeah. it's legal. Because it is legal to lie. Exactly. Well, the IRS would say otherwise. That's why we need to hire more of them, though. Right. So basically, the big three things that Kevin McCarthy wants to cut: funding to the IRS, big money. He wants to cut the entire student loan forgiveness plan, which we'll get to, and then he wants to, you know. There's some smaller things. He wants to get rid of, uh, he wants to increase the amount of people that, uh, it's, it's a weird thing, actually. Hold on. He wants to, Thomas, um, study up. Thomas okay. hold on. I'm, I'm blanking. I'm blanking. I'm blanking. I'm blanking. My brain's oh my farting. God. Shut we'll it down. Shut we'll the pod down. <clears throat> um, he wants to, are you thinking about snap? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He wants you to reduce the number of people who are eligible for the SNAP program, which is food assistance. Right, thank you, Approximately, I see, this is why Thomas is the B-lister. On the yeah, board. that's um, why I get them waters every break. <laughs> uh, he wants to reduce the number of people on SNAP by 10 million, which is approximately one in four members of the program. And these are people that, you know, there's a lot of, argument over the SNAP program and its implementation. But, you know, a lot of these people on the program gen- genuinely need it for food assistance, right? Even yeah. if there is abuse in some areas. It's hard to even imagine, like, people who are who, who are eligible for, for SNAP at this point, which is food stamps, um, are people who are so desperate just for, just for, just to eat that they would even succumb themselves to some of the indignity that comes with sort of going to the store and pulling out your food stamps, your food, your, uh, whatever card it's called. I forgot what the card name is, but, um, EBT. EBT card. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and, and let people around you give you that like stink eye and stuff like that. And those people have to go through that every day to buy food. And Kevin McCarthy's like, nah, those people, they're cheaters and they're fucking, they're they're abusing the system and we're going to go after them and, and they're going to cut one in four people one in four people from from food stamps that's disgusting in my opinion right and the the claim is that he's doing it to increase jobs or decrease unemployment by forcing them to work more hours a week but really he just doesn't want them to Ridiculous. have food stamps he just doesn't want them unemployment yeah. is already at such an incredibly low level just the arguments for this is Republican goddamn propaganda. Right. Nickel and diming at every chance they can get, despite the harm that it will have upon the everyday American. Yeah, listen, the price of the inflation has increased the price of some food for Americans. And because of that, people need their food stamps more now more than ever. People need that the government assistance in, in feeding themselves and their children and their families uh, writ large. And to take that away from them and to instead like say that we need to cut the deficit. Like this is the problem with deficit hawking is that when you have these people who are so against 
um, spending money on the government assistance, uh, people are, we have such a poverty problem in America that when you take these people off of their um, food stamps, you cut their Social Security, you cut their Medicaid, you make it more difficult to get Medicaid, you make it more difficult to get food stamps, you get make it more difficult to get these things, you're essentially killing people. There's a, there's a human number to this of people who are no longer able to survive because they can't afford rent, food, water, electricity, all uh, their gas, all that stuff all at the same time. They can't afford that. They need the government to help them. Yeah. Absolutely. There's another thing that that greatly affects uh, people on the more wealthier scale, and it's that his plan proposes to actually kick all out uh, adults without dependents for healthcare. I believe. Right. So that that's something that that will be affecting us as we are reaching that age ourselves here. Yeah. Uh, and we are. Are still on, I would assume, our family's healthcare plans, yep. um, which would end up costing everyday Americans extra hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars a month and year. So, yeah, and they say they're saying they're not cutting Social Security, they're not cutting Medicaid because they know that's super unpopular. But they that's that is kind of what they're doing. They're just doing it a little bit, you know, sneakier than mm-hmm. than you know, straight out, straight up cutting funds from those programs. Um, I think another interesting point is all these demands, which might seem a little crazy, it's not even, it's only raising the debt ceiling for another year, which would put us at in the exact same position yep. right before the next election. Yep. And they know that. That's their plan. They want this to be a big ticket item next election. So they're, they're only going to do it for one year. I think it's March 31st, 2024, or $1.5 trillion, whichever comes first. And then we and then we have to do this all over again. Yeah. Yeah. Which is generally why I would think that Biden is being so uh, harsh with this to negotiate. I would understand for for other reasons why, too, because it's absolutely Mm -hmm. ridiculous and the demands are unbelievable. Um, But if especially if it's only for one year. Yeah. And he's placed Mm -hmm. back in that same situation. And then you set the precedent that you are mm-hmm. negotiating. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can spend the first two years of your presidency passing legislation only a year later to get it completely removed just because the debt ceiling is approaching again. Like it will forever until we do something about it. It's, how, uh, how long are uh, the usual debt ceiling increases? increases lasting for is it usually just a year or is it longer usually it's by a budgetary number usually it's by like mm. usually you say like 1.35 trillion is how much we're increasing it mm-hmm. by or something like that or like it's not usually by a given date i think this this date thing is literally just a political move mm-hmm. it's to make it so it expires either it expires at 1.5 trillion or we have to revisit it uh on the 31st of march um but otherwise, they'll usually give it enough money where it'll last a, uh, two years or three years, or depending on if the party in power has a trifecta, they'll push it as far back as they possibly can uh, to not have to revisit it. But gotcha. um, it's kind of ridiculous that we have a debt ceiling to begin with. Yeah. We're one of two nations in the entire world, or, or um, OECD nations in the entire world, that has a um, debt ceiling. It's us and, I believe, 
Denmark, and theirs is attached to a percentage of the GDP, not like a set number, to have it be like, oh, we are at $31.4 trillion in debt, and we're going to make the debt ceiling $31.9 trillion in debt, and then we're just going to keep pushing that. We're going to keep going to the brink's edge, and we're going to just keep like almost defaulting on our debt to the point where we have to keep like doing this last-second negotiation bullshit. It's just like a it's 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 ridiculous that we haven't abolished the debt ceiling at this point. Yeah. Yeah, well we we'll see. You know, we talked about this a little bit on the, the pod a couple weeks back now, and um or actually months by now. And we yeah. said we're gonna have to be we're gonna have to revisit it in the future because this issue isn't going away. Right. This is something that is gonna be right. with us for a while, and it looks like it's it's gonna be with us for the next couple months. Too. At least the next, well, definitely the next couple months. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'll be, it'll get more and more. As we approach June, I don't think anybody except for maybe the crazy MAGA Republican Congress people want us to default on our debt. So, you know, we'll see what happens, but it's, it's a, it's a, it's a tight, tight rope to walk every couple, every couple months. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, that Biden, when he was saying that he's not going to negotiate, he, he referenced that Democrats controlled the House during Trump's presidency and they didn't do this. They didn't they didn't bargain or like try and negotiate different things to get the debt ceiling passed. They just did it because that's you know, that's their job. That's what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And I think Kevin McCarthy said he had a good quote. Now that we've introduced a clear plan for a responsible debt limit increase, they have no more excuses and refuse to negotiate. Very small testicle of them. Yeah, very, mm-hmm. very tiny testy of Kevin McCarthy. It's he's trying to strong arm his way, but he we don't even know if he's got the full support of his caucus to get this passed, mm-hmm. even even if we did negotiate with him. So it's 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 a funny situation. Mm-hmm. So Kevin McCarthy, like a like a cat, has brought this dead mouse to our feet. Where do we see it going from here? Do we think there will be negotiations? Do you think Biden's going to try and strong arm him into a better deal? Do we think how, what do we think is going to go through here? Um, I honestly don't know. I think that we're really I think the problem right now is that um, first off, eventually, even though uh, Kevin McCarthy won't have full support of, of his caucus, probably on this bill, he's going to eventually find a bill where all Republicans agree on a. Uh, on uh, passing it, and then he's going to pass that bill. It's going to pass the House. So it's going to have to go to the Senate. The Senate's really tricky because even though Republic- Democrats have a 51 to 49 seat majority in the Senate, you have Joe Manchin, who's already expressed that he's willing to negotiate on the debt ceiling. Mm-hmm. You have Kristen Sinema, who is just a fucking oddball and will probably do anything depending on whether or not her <laughs> lobbyists tell her to do so. She's bought out. She's bought out. Um, so we really have no idea if it's going to pass the Senate. Let's say it's some bill that passes the House and is a is a bill that satisfies the lobbyists of Kristen Cinema mm-hmm. and satisfies Joe Manchin's crazy. However, he's feeling that. However, day. he's feeling that day. Um, but and then it's going to get to Joe Biden's desk. Is he going to have to sign a bill that incre- that uh, increases the debt limit? Uh, but with these contingencies, or is he going to say is he going to stick true to his no negotiations, which he's right 
in saying no negotiations, right? You don't hold a gun to somebody's head and tell them, hey, sign this contract, right? Um, that or else will literally just like destroy you and your family. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> the Biden's but, are going down. Yeah. The, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's I don't know what really happens. My guess is that Kevin McCarthy gets cold feet and decides to pass a straight up debt limit increase with no negotiations. Really? That's my guess because he's kind of a he's got small he testicles. He is kind of a pussy. Yeah, he is kind of a bitch. Um, I, I think if he does that, he'll immediately lose his yeah. uh, gonna, uh, house speakership. But yeah. it's either that, it's either he loses his house speaker seat, he crashes the global economy, or he does both. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> I'm both. voting for both. <laughs> I think I the know. question is: is who's who would um, the Americans see is to blame yeah. if it if it falls through? Is it? Because Biden is the president, is it just his responsibility or is it the fact that these Republicans are basically holding the economy at gunpoint, trying to get, you know, their rich friends able to, you know, like keep not paying taxes? It's I think it it's an interesting question what the public would think about this, who they would blame and whether or not Biden is willing to actually stay true to his word and and let America default on his that default on their debt even if there is a plan like this on his desk come June I don't know I I really am excited to see how this plays out as we talked the last couple times this issue was brought up you know yeah I don't I think it'd be pretty I, fun and cool if if we defaulted. <laughs> it would be a little fun. It would be a little cool. I do also think that making it making the debt ceiling like making this issue come up a year later, a year from now, would be really bad for Biden's re-election campaign. Yeah, it would, I agree. And I think Biden knows that. And even if he's gonna sign a negotiated deal, I think he would not let it happen right before the election. I think he would try and push it to the next term at least until after november because having this be the main talking point the the summer of the election is not going to do well for him and no he wants to win again i completely agree i'll provide a counterpoint to that um i think that there's there's certainly examples of when the republicans have shut down the government during the obama administration the American people have viewed the government shutdown as the fault of the Republican party. Granted, we've never seen anything to the scale of defaulting on their, our debt. Uh, nevertheless, it will be difficult for the American people to see a party that they already align with the word extremism. Um, and the, and they see this party as generally like a not full of whack jobs, whether or not they agree with them on the economy or not. That's just frankly how they view the Republican party. Uh, at least the majority of Americans do. It'll be hard. It'll be interesting to see whether or not they blame that same party for um, failing to uh, uh, expand the debt limit, especially when Joe Biden is out there campaigning as president, saying, "Hey, listen here, Jack. Uh, mm-hmm. We're gonna make sure that <laughs> America doesn't." That's actually that's that. a good Biden. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it will be difficult for Biden to to sell it to the American people that he's letting 
America default on his debt on their debt with a bill in front of him that he could sign. And the only thing on that bill is handouts for college students, handouts for people that don't work and IRS agents. America is not going to get behind that instead of which is the Republicans plan. And when you break it down that simply, it is it's a good plan for the Republicans. It's good politics, but it's just really bad. Like, it's just bad. It's evil. Although Biden could still argue, I mean, whether or not it's directly in the bill, um, capping the federal agencies at 1% growth each year will probably slow down uh, whether how Social Security checks get out. It'll probably it'll probably make it more difficult for the Medicare um, uh, agencies to get out um, aid and for their uh, their uh, clients, I suppose. I don't know. American people, people above 55 or 60, 65, I think the age is. Um, and I think that Biden has been pretty successful thus far running on, they're going to, they're coming for your social security and they're coming for your Medicare. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, Biden and, and Trump are both running on that same message um, right now about uh, defending Social Security and Medicare. And I think if Joe Biden goes out on the stump and says, listen here. Uh, <laughs> listen here Who's listening, Jack. Joe? Who's uh, listening? Listen here, Jack. Uh, we're, we're, they're coming for your Social Security in this bill, and I'm not going to sign it because it's going to cut your your entitlement programs or entitlement programs is what Republicans call them. Your um social safety yeah, nets. Yeah, social safety nets. Uh I won't let that happen. I'm the president. I'm, I'm the president and I'm here for you, Jack. No more larky. We will be touching back on this issue very soon because soon, hopefully. Yeah. Biden and, and the Democrats are gonna have to respond to this and kind of set the tone for the next step, I think. Right. Um, this is this is the first day that it came out today, so it's brand spanking new. We're getting yeah. you the news hot off the press. Mm-hmm. What what is not hot and is a couple days old now, but but what burns in our heart, mm. something that we're all very passionate about, something that we we really look out for every single day, as not only libtards but as <laughs> as democracy believing Americans. Is Fox News getting kicked in the fucking ass? I, I've i waited for this moment for so long. Yeah. They got got. Well, mm-hmm. they, well, they kind of got kinda, got. Kind of. Kind of. So Fox and their Dominion lawsuit finally settled. So for those unaware, Fox News, while they were spouting their election lies, claimed that Dominion... And their voting machines were changing votes, right? Basically they were. slandering. They were. That's why they Thomas were. didn't win. That's true. Yeah. It's their fault. Actually, but... I really don't have seven hundred eighty-seven million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Dominion, if you're listening, yeah. I don't think it was you. <laughs> we don't think it was you. So while it was we the other voting machines, <laughs> well, we may believe that they did switch the votes. Um, the judge in the case. Did yeah. not, and apparently neither did Fox, because they settled with Dominion. Um, there wasn't a ruling. Fox settled for $787.5 million. Lots of money. Zooey Mama. Zooey yeah. Mama is correct, Joseph. That is a very, very spot-on analysis of the situation. 
It's uh, it's two thirds what they make in a year at Fox News. So that this is, is not something that's going to be easy to pay. So so what Fox is kind of saying here is all their lies is worth about two thirds of their revenue. They'd like to keep lying. So if everybody is okay with that, they'll pay the money. We can move on. Exactly. This they, they see it as a win for themselves. Mm-hmm. How can they afford to pay all that money though? Where, where's that money coming I from? I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna see that as as maybe Tucker Carlson has out. an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> um. So this settlement has been getting getting a lot of different responses. You know, a lot of people on the left are are really happy to see Fox finally kind of responsible for their yeah. lies, but people are also saying like this doesn't do anything to save democracy. It doesn't do anything at all, really. It I just disagree. makes them pay some money. I disagree. And that is, look, Rupert Murdoch is all about the money. That's the single thing he cares about. Right. Right. Fox News, these these um, personalities on Fox News and the managers, what they care about is the money. And that's why they did this in the first place. Not because they truthfully believe the lies they told, but they saw the reception from people, which in turn made them wealthier. Well, I think what they they went through with this story because they knew that it's what tr- Trump wanted and they knew their audience are Trump people. And if Trump were to like take a hard, he did like a soft turn on Fox News, but if he were to really set his sights at Fox News and start attacking them, for being like fake news, then it could be really disastrous for Fox. So at the time, it seemed like a good idea. Just peddle this lie that the president is going with. And, and I mean, they all knew it was lie. They all knew it was a lie. Rupert Murdoch knew it was a lie. They have text messages where they were texting between each other that th- that they were lying and that they hated the president. Really, some some <laughs> of the stuff was pretty funny. But it, it's um, I don't know. Maybe this this big settlement will cause Rupert Murdoch to be a little bit more cautious when like flagrantly lying on TV like this, but it doesn't, it doesn't, the settlement doesn't cause the pundits, all, all the people involved to take the stand and have to testify and, you know, own up to their lies and like have a lawyer tell them, did you text this to your friend? (laughs) (laughs) And then they have to say, yes, I did text that. Yes, I do believe that Trump is an asshole. Yes, I do believe that he was lying about the election. And those clips, I think, are way more valuable than than whatever how like seven hundred eighty seven million dollars is to the company. I think yeah. those clips are way more yeah. valuable. I mean, how they probably see it is they use this last year to really grow and create this cult following that is more dedicated than ever. And hey, this next year is going to be even bigger. So if we have to pay a bit for what we mm-hmm. have grown, hey, we'll take it, right? Especially if it means that we don't have to embarrass ourselves anymore. Right, exactly. Uh, with that, though, is this argument. Was, like, how impactful is this going to be for the next year? I think it will slightly change the mentality within Fox News. Mm-hmm. But... As I just said, they'll be less might... aggressive. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, but as I said, I think you know, 
I think they're going to view this as operating costs. What I really wonder is what this means for not networks like Fox, but smaller right-wing networks mm-hmm. like Newsmax and any of the other ones. OAN. I mean, OAN, yeah. And, um, the, I mean, uh, Steve Bannon's thing that he's got going on. <laughs> Uh, I wonder, I mean, they don't have the money that Fox News has right, and Fox no. Corporation has, but, I mean, Dominion could go after them and just completely crush them, basically. They could say, hey, like, you're also liable for, if you keep spreading lies about my shit, I'm going to go for uh, go after you for $500 million, and they're going to be completely screwed. Right. Yeah. So. If if the grift doesn't become, it becomes unprofitable because you get sued every time you lie... That could that could be something. Yeah, that could definitely be something. Yeah. Um, what would you guys would have wanted to see if this wasn't settled? What uh, ruling would you want to see from the judge or compromise other than money? I think it was always going to be money, but I think getting them up on the stand, having to testify in front of a jury... OJ Simpson style on TV for everybody. <laughs> I think that's what we needed and we didn't get that. Yeah. It's the only way to wake these people that are in the Fox echo chamber up. They need to see the same people that they listen to every day, admit that they're lying and admit that they think that they are stupid. And that's why they're lying. They need to see that or else they'll ne- they're never going to snap out of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I mean, part of me even thinks that that wouldn't even be enough. It might not even be enough. That, might not, be <laughs> enough, that yeah. might not even be enough. I mean, I would have loved to see some actual—I don't know—some actual punishment for for spreading lies that creates a spanking. Yeah, that creates precedent in the future <laughs> for lawsuits like these in case it happens again, so that it can right. be a clear, open and shut case that if you are really perpetrating these lies that affect, especially the democracy in America, mm-hmm. elections, right? That no, we're not going to stand for that. Yeah, but we got it settled. Uh, even though it was a pretty overwhelming case, and the judge was very open with his siding with Dominion, he's very mm-hmm. aggressive towards Fox, uh, especially in light of the lies that were brought up from the texts and their overall handling of the situation, even the case itself. Yeah, it right. was open. It was very open and shut. Mm-hmm. There is no arguing that Fox wasn't lying unless you believe that they're lying to the judge because like some deep state, unless you're like a real like deep conspiracy theorist and you think they're double lying on top of their lies so that they don't get thrown in jail or something. Which is valid. Which which if you think that, I I am interested in your perspective and I would like to have a conversation. (laughs) Please come on the pod, please. Yeah. Right, but there is no way to spin it. It was so. It was. It was really easy. It was easy, but easy. you know, this is what we got. It's a little bittersweet in the end, but you know, at least, at least there's something. At least there's something. You know, yeah. so, so Fox- used to people getting away with it. Yeah, sadly, Fox <laughs> themselves are. You know, they're always going to try and bury the negative, but they talked about it twice. Uh, and it was not during their prime hour TV yeah. show, right? Never. So they're really keeping this quiet for their followers. Um, but and, and honestly, it's not even making... It's making waves through through press. 
mm-hmm. but not as big as when these initial texts and calls came out. Yeah. But that's, I mean, it's getting swept under the rug. It's in two weeks, nobody will talk about it again. No. No, but there is this other case against Fox with the other yeah. uh, voting machine company worth more, 2.7 uh, billion dollars. Billion, yeah. So Smartmatic, is that what they're smart, called? Yeah, some smart something. So we'll see how, how that goes out. If they really get hit twice for this, yeah. I would mm-hmm. be overjoyed. Absolutely mm-hmm. overjoyed. A a double trouble. Um, Let's just hope that they have to start cutting some some salaries of these pundits to start paying for this. That would be absolutely wonderful. Greg Gutfeld, I don't ever need to see on TV again. (laughs) That is that's a net positive (laughs) cut right there. You're 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 doing everybody a favor if you cancel Greg Gutfeld's show. Yeah. And I hope we show up on the Greg Gutfeld show right now and hope he makes some stupid fart joke. About oh my us. God, he's so unfunny. I keep <laughs> this in, Greg. <laughs> You're not funny. Wait, stop so trying. Man, he's making fart jokes on Fox News. He's like, he tries Greg to do Gutt- like yeah. a Jimmy Fallon, but for Fox News. That's what he is, yeah. And he like, he brings out this like big meathead guy a lot. <laughs> I don't know. It's such a weird show. We'll show What's you some his clips, name? Steven. Tyro? Tyrone, yeah, I don't know. No, Tyro, I Tyro? think. Tyro? Or, or Dino or something? I don't know. It's just such bad television. Yeah. And there's a girl with glasses, and, and then they have a guest on. I hope I our remember. viewers aren't as lost as I am because of what? <laughs> what in the ever hell? The Great Gutfeld Show. I mean, I would show. love to watch. I mean, we're You I'm would recognize you. him. You'd recognize him if you saw I him. I probably would. I mean, we have been, we've been talking about this since the beginning before we recorded our first episode. We need to have a segment where we just watch Fox News. Yes, I would love do. that. Because that is the best <laughs> comedy that is out there. It's great TV. Mm-hmm. Really? I mean, like, I understand why so many people watch them. Yeah, it's great TV. It's fantastic television. It, it really is. Just, you know, all lies. It's good. It's entertaining. Yep. I bet if the man from Up flew his balloon over Fox headquarters. He's getting me riled up. This guy's getting me riled up. He's setting setting you up. Let him finish. (laughs) I don't know where I'm going with that. I bet Fox would cover it up. But they would lie about the man from Up and say that he's a national And I bet they fucking would. And I bet they fucking would, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good lord. Good lord. The deep state's been lying for too long. I mean, I, I have nothing else to say about Fox. I'm, I'm very, I, I don't want to say I'm overjoyed with this settlement, but yeah. I'm happy that it was, it was open and closed. Yeah. Hopefully the other company takes him to actual court. Yeah. We'll see though. That would be amazing. I'm not hopeful. Companies like money, so. You know. Yeah. I mean, if you're Dominion in this case, like you're not going to, you're not going to say no to $787 yeah, they million. Yeah. They don't really care that like Fox News lies How much is Dominion even worth? Probably a, like, let's a good chunk. Up. They're worth $47 billion. Oh, I'm looking at the wow. wrong company. Are you sure? Fake news. They do voting machines around the world. I'm looking at Dominion Energy right now. Oh, uh, yeah. So, but I mean, I would, I would estimate that's more than their actual worth. Uh, maybe not, but I don't know. 
But it's a lot of money either way. And they want the money. They don't actually care that Fox News lies every day. Those lawyers just, are getting a hefty bonus. That's exactly what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Hefty. Good Lord. Absolutely. I mean, with that, all that we have left to do for this rest of the week is, you know, maybe try and meet up. Maybe we could uh, hang out together sometimes. I see you guys are pretty pretty close, you know. Yeah, I, I'm actually kind of booked up this week. I'm super oh. busy. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, okay, maybe, you it's know. actually. Next week? I think it might be. What? Oh, yeah, one second. Sorry. Yeah. Somebody just said it's it's past half past good. It's, it's <laughs> half past half past good. It's half past half past good. Yeah. Oh, my God. With that, next week, if I'm not in between those two, we're done. But until then, thank you all so much for listening, watching, anywhere that you are, on any platform that you're on. And we will catch you guys next week with more news. Bye, guys. Adios. Adios. Cut. Wow, that's much better.